It's Tuesday, January 19, 2016. Rather than subsidize the past, we should invest in the future. Obama announces big changes for big coal and big oil on public lands. We must make sure that we continue to, to uh, frack. Republicans heart fracking in their sixth debate. The debate is over. While finally, corporate media asks a debate question about climate change to Democrats. Plus, a federal state of emergency for Flint, Michigan's lead contamination crisis. All of those emergencies and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Regulations in this country are out of control, especially the Employment Prevention Agency, the EPA. Oh, I see what you did there, Marco Rubio. EPA, Employment Prevention Agency. Very good. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know you've got a lot to get to today, uh, but this slow motion disaster going on in Flint, Michigan, we now at least are moving forward with a uh, federal state of emergency in Flint, Michigan? Yes. As requested by Michigan's Republican Governor Rick Snyder, President Obama declared a federal state of emergency, which triggers FEMA and federal funds to help deal with this public health emergency, in which Flint residents have been drinking water contaminated with lead for more than a year. This health emergency that was brought on by Governor Rick Snyder's administration, who made the changes to the water system unilaterally, I'm still amazed that Rick Snyder has has not yet resigned, frankly. Want to note, however, that Obama stopped short of declaring a federal disaster because this disaster is man-made and therefore it doesn't meet the legal definition. But will this result finally in water and filters and so forth getting to the people of Flint finally? Yes, for a limited time. After how many months? Over a year. Amazing. And now, big changes for big coal and big oil on public lands. In his final State of the Union address, President Obama pledged to change how the federal government government manages fossil fuel development on public lands. I'm going to push to change the way we manage our oil and coal resources so that they better reflect the cost they impose on taxpayers and our planet. And that way we put money back into those communities and put tens of thousands of Americans to work. And now the Obama administration has paused the federal mine leasing program, halting all new fossil fuel leases on public lands for three years to review leasing rates, currently far below market, fix loopholes that allow the coal industry to avoid paying much in royalties, and factor in for the first time the cost to nearby communities in water and air pollution and the emissions impact of coal. So this is a big deal. It's nice to see President and Obama finally taking this action, which he's entitled to take, but we should underscore that it is only an executive action. Right. It can both be challenged in court and when the next president, whoever that may be, comes into office, he or she can simply undo it. That is correct. And now on to the debates. In the Republican debate last Thursday in South Carolina, Fox Business News moderators asked no questions on climate or energy. Why start now? But Ohio Governor John Kasich brought up fracking, saying the glut of cheap natural gas lowers the cost of electricity for manufacturers. It's so critical for us to be energy independent, and we're getting there because of fracking. Low prices make the difference. We're seeing it in my state, and we'll see it in this country. And that's why we must make sure that we continue to to, uh, frack. 
but Governor Kasich didn't mention the cost to Ohio homeowners who are now suffering earthquake damage and water contamination because of the fracking industry. Not to mention the air contamination that many uh, homeowners are facing when they live near fracking sites. And in the fourth Democratic presidential primary debate in South Carolina, NBC News moderators decided to ask the Democrats just one question on climate change. Can't believe they asked even one question. Here's how Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders answered. We have a major party called the Republican Party that is so owned by the fossil fuel industry and their campaign contributions that they don't even have the courage the decency to listen to the scientists. Former Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley challenged both Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders to join him in his ambitious proposal to get the U.S. to a 100 percent clean electricity grid by 2050. I would like to challenge and invite my colleagues here on this stage to join me in putting forward a plan to move us to a 100 percent clean electric energy grid by 2050. It can be done with solar, with wind, with new technology with green buildings. This can happen. Well, this can happen, but his opponents were not allowed to respond to that challenge. NBC went right away to a commercial break. Yeah, it is the most ambitious climate action plan of the three main candidates, and it is doable with current technology. But unfortunately, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Senator Bernie Sanders never got the chance to join in. Bernie Sanders, by the way, might disagree with you. He thinks his plan to institute a carbon tax is the most ambitious of the three. I wish we could have heard that in the debate. That would have been interesting. For much more on all of the stories we covered today and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Baby, baby.